Paul had a heart attack, so you don't have to. Three things you need to start doing right now so that you don't die of a heart attack. I'm a dad, baby. Yeah, we're a dad. You're a dad. We're going to continue being dads for at least another 40 years That's if we take care of our hearts. <laughs> right? Today's all about how to outlive Mitch McConnell. Y'all know <laughs> by now, unless you've been living off of social media, Paul had a heart attack. And he did it for one reason and one reason only. That's so that you don't have to have a heart attack. My birthday was on Easter this year, so. <laughs> and he rose again three days later. <laughs> but before we do that, if you like this video and you like our content, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and hit that little bell notification so you don't miss a single video and go to a damn doctor. Welcome to Heart Health Monday. Uh, <laughs> wow, that was that break was a little longer than intended. <laughs> Maybe a little, a little more eventful too. Yeah. I mean, we had a little spring break and then mm -hmm. I had a New York trip and we were going to record that following week, but you had an unscheduled uh, event. <laughs> so it certainly wasn't um, in my plans. Right. It wasn't, you had not planned for it. Like if you had planned for it, then it, it's one of those, uh, it's like Schrodinger's health incident. Like if you plan <laughs> for it, it doesn't happen. Right. <laughs> it's important, dads. <laughs> to take care of yourself. And yeah. there are various stages at which you could take care of yourself. And we're going to try to get into all of them here. Let's go, <laughs> man. What the heck happened? I, I turned 55 on the 9th. And then on the 11th, uh, my body said uh, enough. I was over at my parents' house doing some yard work and proceeded to have a fucking massive heart attack. But I, but I didn't know at the time it was a massive heart attack until the next day because my stubborn self said, no, no, I just, my, this happens all the time. I'll just, I'll just walk it off. <laughs> so a massive heart attack. I think that's the first time I've heard you say it was a massive heart attack in those words. Scared the hell out of my doctor. <laughs> massive heart attack. Yeah. I'm like, that eh, was just a little heart attack. No, this one was massive. Okay, go on. <laughs> I was uh, carrying dead bamboo across the yard when it happened. I wasn't even like digging holes or laying concrete or building a house. Bamboo is not a pet. Bamboo is actual bamboo. <laughs> actual bamboo. Dead yeah, bamboo? my parents have a they have a, a a veritable bamboo forest in their backyard. So I, I told myself, all right. So if I still feel bad, because I went home, I, I went home and I took a shower, and you know the hot water, my muscles felt okay, and I'm like, all right. I must have just been must have just been a bad day. So I know I know you got a flow to this thing, and I don't want to keep interrupting, but it's I fine. do want to I do want to make it clear exactly what were you feeling. And by the way, if y'all want to follow along, there is a script. Go to WebMD and Google symptoms of heart attack, and you can follow <laughs> along. So go ahead. What were you feeling? Were you carrying the dead bamboo? Did you pass out? Did you fall down? Did you what? Somebody um, tried to squeeze you through an iron pipe. What? What was going Basically, on? every single muscle in my body felt like it was pulled all at once. Mm -hmm. I got dizzy. It was hard to breathe. I got nauseous. I felt like, you know how like when you uh, um, 
bump your knee and it goes all rubbery and you can't walk. Mm. That was my mm-hmm. whole body. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. And and sweats, dude. It was just pouring out of me. But I, so I get into the house and I, you know, my my parents want to take me to the ER and I'm like, no, this is fine. I've had this happen before. It's it's fine. It's not no big deal. And I basically just, yeah, every, if you, if you go to that WebMD, every single thing on there, I had every single thing. I was a textbook case for a heart attack. Man. And which is something I was never expecting to have to deal with. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, I, I, I shrugged it off, went home, took a shower, felt okay, and told myself, all right, if I feel bad in the morning, I'll go to the doctor. Um, so I woke up. I felt fine for about five seconds and all of the pain in my body had had basically migrated to my chest and my arm. And I'm just like, all right, maybe I'm having a heart attack. Because I've heard they can go on for a while. You know, not they don't they don't just happen like that. Sometimes they'll just go on for a very long time. Well. Made it to the ER. I walk in. I walk in the ER. My my girlfriend Amy, she takes me, and uh, I walk in. And the lady at the front desk, she's like, "Like, what are you here for?" I said, "I'm having chest pains," and she just screams out, "He's having chest pains!" And suddenly, like four people just came out of nowhere, grabbed me, and whisked me into the ER, put those little electrode thingies all over my body. They wired me up like a spaceman. Yeah. Turned on that audio gram. You know, (laughs) I look like the 40-year-old virgin, you know, post-wax now because of all the leads I had on me. It's almost like a Mel Brooks, one of those Mel Brooks musicals. Heart pains, heart pains, heart pains, (laughs) having heart pains. They bring out the thing and get you all hooked up. Anyway, (laughs) go on. (laughs) Literally. That's true, too. I tell my my wife was having a weird thing on her chest a little fluttery thing one time mm-hmm. and this has been like 10 years ago we walked in weren't sure what it was but we mentioned the word chest and it's like they had her strapped up and everything yeah. i'm like if you plan on going to the hospital uh with chest pains make sure you go to the bathroom before because yeah. you yes, won't get yes. the chance for a you few will hours. not anyway you because i spent in all seriousness my advice is don't stop to go to the bathroom get straight to the hospital <laughs> and tell them what's going on pee, i mean pee in your pants if you have to because but, regardless of regardless of what your body does they've seen worse so oh yeah yeah you know yeah. but so all right so they they hook me up they give me they do an ekg they do an ultrasound and they do blood blood work and it's so funny because i'm i'm just in denial about the whole thing mm-hmm. so i i told the guy who was taking my blood i said when you're when you're when you're doing all the the tests let, let me know if my magnesium levels low will you just like real casual because i'm like because you know it runs in my family and i wanted to get it checked out he's like okay <laughs> so he comes back in he's like well the good news is your magnesium level's fine <laughs> the bad news is uh, you're you had a heart attack at some point, and um, your troponin uh, levels are through the roof. Yes, yes, exactly. He, your magnesium's fine. Your troponin's not. Yes, my troponin <laughs> was my my troponin was as he put it. He goes, a normal person has about point zero two something in their bloodstream. 
He's like, yours is one point. I just stopped him. I said, all right, I know anything on that side of the decimal point is bad. I'll take your word for it that I had a heart attack. So they're like, oh, what we're going to do, we're going to we're gonna do a, what do they call it, the, the angioplasty, where they go in angiogram, because they wanted to they wanted to check out the vein, the artery, see how they are. And if there was any any blockage, they were going to go ahead and treat it and put in stents where they need to. And they're like, the whole thing should probably take about 20 minutes. It was the craziest 20 minutes of my life, dude. I got. And you've had some crazy 20 minute periods. I've, I've had life. some pretty crazy 20 minutes. Yeah. This one, this one is going to be hard to beat, and I don't plan on it. Um, not not for a while anyway. Well, so they go. You know, they're the. I'm I'm strapped like Jesus. I'm on this t-board you know and they're putting tubes and wires and stuff in my arms and my and the one lady the one the one nurse or whatever she was was telling me what all they were putting in me and they're like and we're going to give you some morphine and the morphine is basically going to make you not give a shit about anything right now I'm like all right I'll, You're like, I'll, is that a medical term not I'll, give I'll, a shit? I'll, I'll take a double um <laughs> <laughs> i'll have what he's having well they, after it's so funny because in in while I'm in the recovery and the nurses are all talking in the other room, they're all like, "He's just so cool about everything," and I'm like, "Well, because I'm uh, <laughs> I'm on morphine right now. There's not much that's gonna upset me." Poppy poppies aren't just for muffins anymore. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, so eventually. The, the 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 doctor that did the procedure he comes in and he's like he's just he he's just kind of like glazed over in the eyes and he's like you you shouldn't be here i'm like okay uh, this thanks, is where they doc, put I'm me out. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what my choice i just walked in here and this is where That's they right. put me. well he goes he goes most people who have what you had and what i had was my my uh right coronary artery was a hundred percent blocked and i've mm. got the uh i've got the 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 ultrasounds to or the, or the x-rays to prove it and it's pretty freaking scary looking it looks wow. my ultrasounds look like at the end of like um stranger things when like the big monsters coming out of the sky yeah. it's all black and tenderly that's yeah. my ultrasound or my, my x-rays i'm no medical expert but i hundred percent Seems like that's almost all the way, right? Uh, that yes, that seems to be that. <laughs> so this is bad. Well, <laughs> which means your heart wasn't getting enough, but it was getting blood somehow. Are you? It wasn't. It wasn't it. moving it forward. Is what it was doing. It was. It was. It was having to dissipate it elsewhere. Because yeah. this is the one that I guess pumps it out. I could oh, be wrong. Okay. If I'm wrong, let me know in the comments. So the yeah yeah. I had a lot sure. going on that day. We have medical professionals that listen to this, so let us know. But it sounds to me like the exit ramp was blocked, which will eventually block the highway itself, including yeah. the entrance ramps. Yeah. Um, there, was, there was a mattress on the 405. <laughs> there's mattress on the 405. Okay. Anyway, I, I think we're done with that. I think that's a good place to end. <laughs> right. Well, right. so he tells me, he goes, the doctor, he's like, people who have what you have typically don't walk in under their own power. And they also don't leave here. Mm. He goes, you basically had what 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 we call the widowmaker. Wow. 
and I told him, I said, I'm just too stubborn to die. And he he didn't think it was as funny as I did. He just kind of looked at me like, I'm ta- I can't believe I'm talking to this guy. Well, I mean, he wasn't on morphine either. So yeah, <laughs> no, he was not. How's everybody uh, doing tonight? Not. You know, there's a two morphine, two units of morphine minimum. Make sure you uh, tip your waitresses, bartenders, and anesthesiologists. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe you know, a couple hundred years ago, he may have it may have been standard procedure for the doctor to also be on morphine. But sure, in, or at least case, laughing. No, he was uh, he <laughs> or two so, whiskeys. He got he got me all taken care of, and they got me. You know, I I spent two nights in. Or I, spent, I spent the night in the hospital, hooked up to. I'm like, I, I I've never you know it, it looks like a cliche. I had I mean I'm walking around with my little thing with the my my uh, IV bag. Do you have your grippy and, socks? My my grippy socks. Yeah. Um. Just having to go to the bathroom every 20 minutes because they're pumping me full of saline because I can't. My blood pressure is like so low at this point. They're like, do you normally have low blood pressure? I'm like, now I do, apparently. But before, (laughs) no, my blood pressure was always a little bit high. But (laughs) low blood pressure runs in my family. My dad has it. My daughter, my my, my oldest daughter has it. And um. But then so does their mom. So I'm like, maybe whatever. But so they they kept me overnight because they wanted my blood pressure up. And by morning, it was like, dude, my blood pressure has not been this perfect ever. Mm. My 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 the oxygen level, blood pressure, everything is like textbook. Perfect. Well, if you think about blood pressure is equivalent to traffic, right? So if there's a mattress on the 405. Yes. Traffic's going to be shitty. Yeah. So blood pressure is going to be high, right? Yeah. I think in this case, the entire Mattress King truck, you know, got stuck yeah. under the un, un, under the underpass, you know. Just... <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll get into it a little later, but even if even if there's not a mattress on the 405 or the Mattress King truck didn't dump its load, uh, and there's just some asshole, you know, with his left turn signal on driving slow in the left lane, that's still something, right? That will still that's still traffic, and that's still probably something that needs to be addressed. Yes, it's a it's an early warning sign, let's say. Well, but anyway, we'll get into early warning signs later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and speaking of early warning signs, I'm fairly convinced now, knowing what I know, I've probably had some sort of event a couple of years ago, and that might have mm. been where it started. Oh wow! But I, yeah. you know, I that one, and that, and that was the confusing part for me because when that happened, it's been probably five years. When that happened, I was able to kind of just walk it off of, you know, like after about twenty minutes, I felt okay. Yeah. Well, this one didn't go away, yeah. and I, so I'm, I'm fairly convinced that's probably when the, the, the blockage started. I can't imagine a hundred percent blockage happening like that. I imagine it builds up. Maybe I love this traffic analogy. Maybe there was a maybe uh, there was a parked car and then somebody pushed it out of the way, yeah. you know. <laughs> yes, but so, some 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 good Samaritan. Yeah. So I, um, you know, we talked about this the other day, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm like I may not. Now I would do act differently, but before this happened with you, I I may not have acted any differently um, mm-hmm. the day of. And I, I mean, 
if I told somebody that's what was going on, they probably would have said, well, it's not your choice. I'm calling 911. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I probably would have been like, nah, nah, it's fine. I, yeah. You know, it's just, I've been working in the yard. I probably pulled a, I probably pulled every muscle. Um, so I think, you know, we used to be with drunk driving that way. It used mm-hmm. to be like, hey, uh, you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm fine. Well, no, I don't know. I ate a big no, meal I'm, before, I, come before I started no, drinking. Like, why don't you give me your keys? No, man, it's fine. I, yeah, I ate a big meal. I I drive better when I'm drunk. You know, that kind of thing. We'll be like, okay. And then we'd all check the next day. I wonder if they made it home okay, you know. Mm-hmm. But we don't do that anymore. Nowadays, mm. it's like, well, it's not your decision because you're drunk. And yeah. you don't get to make that important of a decision. Yeah. After it. And even better, we plan ahead. And we take taxis and get designated mm-hmm. drivers and shit like that, right? It's just become a thing. Well, with heart attacks, it just hasn't risen to that level yet, especially like Midwestern and not not to make it a sexist thing. I'm sure there are plenty of women this way too, but I just being a man, I can relate the best, is like, uh, I'm supposed to be strong. It's not supposed yes. to be. And the way we were socialized and raised is like, don't make a big deal, especially if somebody's going to have to be put out and go out of their way to help you, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like just you'll get there, you'll figure it out. I'll take care of it, you know. Yeah, that, Maybe. that is a major that is a major Midwestern flaw. Yeah. So maybe what we need is like just a campaign of hey, uh well, I think I think there's a systemic thing here because this whole thing of if you show up to the hospital and mention your chest, like the I get why they do it. All mm-hmm. right. Cause they're like, we need to act immediately because seconds may count. I get it, right? And maybe there's nothing the hospital needs to do. Maybe that's exactly what they need to be doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just popular culture. This whole, I don't know about you, but I've seen so many sitcoms and and I've heard family urban legends about, yeah, I went to the, we made a big deal out of it. I went to the doctor and it turned out I just had gas. All I needed to do was fart. Aha, yep. uh-huh, you're stupid for thinking you were having a heart attack. You know, that kind of thing. Or it was heartburn. I mm-hmm. just needed some Toms. Oh, you're an idiot for thinking you were having a heart attack. That shit works on your brain. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what was going on with you and your brain, but it's probably what would be going on in my brain. And we probably <laughs> need a thing that says, who cares? Yeah. We're not going to make fun of people for going and getting it checked out. And in no. fact... We're doing the equivalent of taking your keys. I'm not asking if you want to go to the doctor. I'm calling an ambulance mm-hmm. or you're getting in the car right now or whatever the case may be. You know, mm-hmm. I know out in the country, we didn't call ambulances out in the country. <laughs> By the time the ambulance got there, you'd be dead, gone, buried. <laughs> Funeral would have happened and your suit would have been at the cleaners, you know. But, yeah. Um, so you get in the car and we drive you there. But whatever the case may be, maybe it's like the people around us need to just have it ingrained like i'm not asking <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? well in the case of my parents because my i, I was ta- i've been talking to my mom about it and she's kicking herself because she's like i knew what was going on we should have took you to the er and i'm like i wouldn't have let you you there's no way you would have got me in that car because mm. um well one what you said about you know the fact that we don't think it is what it is because we we've, we've got all these uh like cliches in our head yeah right you know and plus, I'm pretty sure there was some I wasn't in my right mind or I would have sure. like now. Forget about it. I like I, I like stand up too fast. I'm like, oh, this is it. I'm out. 
Uh, call call the Fred ambulance. Sanford. <laughs> it's the big one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I, I just wasn't in my right mind. So, yeah, you need people basically do not to put it on them. No, but no, no. People need to just fucking not word demonetize now. People just need to take control and do it and then worry about it later. As soon, and, and the thing is, I was thinking all those things. Like, I got to figure out what to do about the kids. There's school. There's mm. all this. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. Yep. but as soon as that doctor told me that I had a heart attack, I'm like, I'm just going to let shit figure itself out. Yeah. You know, right. and it did. People, people came, did what they do. You know, they did, they did that great thing that humans do. Everybody, everybody helped with this, that, and the other thing. Yep. And now and, and and here I sit <laughs> making a video. I think that's that's another great point. Um, it, we we ha- that's the other thing we have. I don't know what syndrome to call it, but we have this. If I don't take care of it, it's not going to get mm. taken care of, right? Mm. And it's based it's based on evidence. We've seen yeah. stuff slip through the cracks if we weren't on it that day or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we have to realize that if, if it will get taken care of. People will mm-hmm. do what people do, right? People will jump in and handle yeah. stuff. So don't let that stop you either. Right. Because no. if because I mean, damn. You know, who's gonna who's gonna get them home from school? Who's gonna coach them through and guide them through mm-hmm. life if if you yeah. die? Right? Well, and and the other thing too is we talk we talk on this show. One of the one of the primary things that we like to discuss on here is self care. Yeah, and mostly thinking about it from a mental standpoint. Mm-hmm. But the the bottom line is with me, um, I take and, and this was this was some fun conversation with the doctors. I take pretty good care of myself. I watch what I eat. I I have a moderate exercise routine that I do daily. There's, there was no caught there, there. This was just a crapshoot of genetics or something. There was no, there was no reason for it. So as you, you and I both famously don't like doctors. Right. I don't, I don't care anymore. <laughs> my, my doctor, when my, like I'm going tomorrow to my regular doctor, when she tells me, that I need to make an appointment for such and such a date. All right, sure. I'm in. Just sign me up. I don't yeah. care anymore. You know, if you have a doctor, go to the doctor. If you don't have a doctor, you can get one. And just because you could be you could be in in what you perceive as great physical health, great mental health, and you might not be. Yeah, that's that that's uh an excellent point. And we have we've probably done more to discourage people from going to the doctor than anybody. <laughs> uh, so a couple of thoughts on that. One is uh, eat eat healthy, exercise. What does eat uh, healthy mean? Because there's always a new diet out all the time. Well, the the most consistent thing I've heard is emphasize plants. Emphasize and, plants. Cut down on salt. Don't eat so much. Cut out as much you know corn syrup as you possibly can. Yeah. Eat leaner meat. If you if you like fish like I do, you're good. You know. Yeah. 
So yeah, and I think we all know plant oils emphasize plant. Absolutely. The 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 excuse that it's complicated and who can figure it out, all that stuff. It's like the the only good excuse I've heard is it's more expensive. It's like expensive in terms of money and or time. It's like it you have to invest time to eat healthy. Well, yeah, because it's several, a lot easier just to go to the McDonald's drive-through, right? Yeah, several years ago when I um when I started eating better, like they'll tell you it's more expensive, but what what makes it more expensive it, expensive is if you like go gung ho about it. What I did was when something in my pantry or refrigerator was used up, I replaced it with something better so yeah. that you don't just <laughs> chuck everything out of your cabinets and refrigerator and restock. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's expensive. But if you, if you put stuff in as you take stuff out, one, you'll learn to shop better yeah, and you'll figure it out that it really isn't that much more expensive. In terms of money. Yeah. And the, the other time, thing is definitely time, but not really gotta, though. Really? No, because, uh, it, well, if you're like me, I pretty much bake everything. Good. And it's literally just you throw a bunch of stuff in a pan, you put it in the oven, and, like, however long later it comes out and you eat it. You just mm -hmm. got to plan your day a little bit more. Yeah. By the time you by the time you go through the go through the drive through or whatever, and you or, or you or you do Uber Eats or whatever it is y'all do, and you look at how much that cost, and then you go you take that same amount of money and you go to the grocery store with it mm -hmm. and see mm -hmm. what you come home with. Yeah. It's it, so I guess maybe time a little bit of time. In, so in here's the thing. Here's what you can do though. Mm -hmm. uh, however, however you're eating now, and by the way. You know whether it's healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody's sitting there like, I wonder if this burger and fries is less healthy than, <laughs> you know, say a lean piece of chicken, fish, even lean beef, and uh, some green beans and potatoes. Now, you know that. So just take whatever unhealthy thing you're doing, and maybe once a week, do something else. Do something right. that you know is healthier. And yeah. see how it goes. And just slowly, because I guarantee you, six uh happy meals is better than seven happy meals in a week mm -hmm. <laughs> so the other thing is and then you know exercise and then uh even that may not be enough i think is your point is like you do eat really well you do exercise a lot but there's another huge component to heart disease is genetics yeah um so i think that's where they got me the, the, you can't do anything about your genetics other than go to the doctor there, mm -hmm. you, um, they have found, I read this the other day. I don't have, I don't have a link to back it up. I just read it. I assume it's true. Um, <laughs> there's a 10 or 15% link between for breast cancer. So like if your, your relative has had breast cancer, there's a 10 or 15% chance you, uh, are going to get it. And people go through all sorts of testing and, uh, radical surgeries sometimes and stuff to avoid getting breast cancer. When they don't have it, it's just a 10 or 15% chance they will. I don't know what the percent chance with heart disease is, but I'm, I'm guessing it's at least that, if not more, percent. Yeah. Um, if you're trying you to don't justify have... percentages and to, to, to like 
not take care of yourself you know say you don't want to pay attention to percentages oh that's just a number anybody can make up numbers and that kind of thing if you don't put a lot of emphasis on percentages when it comes to stuff like your your ticker which i didn't um at the time now i do the put it in perspective the the survival rate of what happened to me is less than 12 percent. so yeah like if there's a room full of 100 people yep yeah. and it happened to all 100 of them 12 of them would be alive today yep yeah so so here's the only thing you can do you can't do anything about changing your genetics but you don't have to go have radical surgeries and all that stuff you just have to go get your your annual checkup mm -hmm. and then do what the doctor tells you to do don't do what i did okay here's where we start correcting some of our past sins <laughs> hey man life is for learning my my last doctor visit was about 14 months ago, mm -hmm. I, I had decided to start doing my annual visits, right? Mm -hmm. And this was my second one after I decided to to start doing it. And it was about 14 months ago. The reason I haven't been back is because they measured my blood pressure. And it was a little bit high. And they said, we're not diagnosing hypertension because uh, it takes two measurements of high blood pressure. If you come back and it's high again, <laughs> then you'll be diagnosed with hypertension. And my dumb ass is like, as long as I don't go back to the doctor, I don't have high blood pressure, <laughs> right? Because if I don't That's go right. to the doctor and they don't diagnose it, I obviously don't have it. And I'm like, I got a towel over your head. <laughs> I got to get this thing scheduled because yeah. I don't think I have the genetic piece, but I don't take as good care of myself as you do, like in terms of eating and exercising. I'm I'm in the obese category, which you're not. Um, so what I, I lack be, in though. the genetic piece, I make up for in the lifestyle piece. Like now, mm. I, I do okay. Um, I do I do all right, um, but I do I think I do have high blood pressure, and so I I got to do something about that. You know, mm -hmm. that's the only thing. I mean, and then beyond that, so there you go. So you could do, in the moment, and then you know, leading up to it, be healthy. Now, if your grandparents, parents have had heart trouble. Uh, and you're in your 20s or 30s, apologies, but you don't get to do the thing that most people in their 20s or 30s do, which is, I don't need to go to the doctor because I'm healthy and there's nothing wrong with me, right? Well, unfortunately, you've been dealt a genetic hand that says you're going to have to do your annual checkups. <laughs> and in most of the world, <laughs> including the United States, surprisingly, that annual checkup is free uh, to you. Yeah. Uh, no out of pocket because... Um, you know, because of insurance. If you don't have mm -hmm. insurance, you can get insurance uh, relatively inexpensively in your 20s and 30s. Um, so go do the doctor, try to eat healthy, exercise there. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. your kids need you, everybody needs And you don't, you know what? You don't have to go to one of these hustle bros and like you know, drink three smoothies in the morning and, and pray to a Buddha and, uh, you know, and then walk 10 miles and, do 75 put you don't have to be one of those guys you mm -hmm. just have to just moderate right mm -hmm. um what about stress what what um to what degree do you think stress contributes or contributed uh i'm fairly certain that stress did contribute to it i don't have any um scientific evidence to back it up other than the fact that i you know <laughs> raising three kids and dealing with everything that, that's involved with that mm -hmm. the stress level is a bit high so i'm just gonna say by association it most likely did 
contribute to it. Mm-hmm. But um, and and I and I try to you know, I I have a lot of stress. I just carry it, you know, like a good Midwesterner, <laughs> carry it in silence. Yeah. Uh, what did we say in our last episode before break? Be strong enough to be weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> joke. We always joke about normalizing going to a therapist. Yeah. Well, let's normalize going to a damn doctor. Yeah. You know, yeah. nobody, guess what? You don't like going to a doctor. I don't like going to a doctor. N- nobody does. You know, you know who does? Hypochondriacs. That's who likes going to a doctor. <laughs> Just go, go to the damn doctor. You know, you, you're, you're in and out, take an hour out of your time. Go to, go to a damn doctor. And, uh, that reminded me of the other thing I was going to mention about going to the doctor and the reason, the reasons we've given for not like going to the doctors. One of the big ones is like, they never really know anymore that I could look up, you mm-hmm. know, on, on uh, the internet. Right. Mm-hmm. And usually I'm just like, I, I just, I know what I need, I but you're the gatekeeper and I have to get through you to get what I need. Sort of like the John yes. Mulaney bit when he was trying to get weed. Yeah. But, um, this is a huge exception to that, right? This, uh, heart disease, cancer, and probably a list of whatever else. Here's the one area we complain about the American healthcare system a lot, right? Mm-hmm. But this is an area where it is actually really, really good. I'm, I, is, I was amazed personally. It's detecting, treating, but detecting, doing preventive treatments, and then addressing when there's heart disease, cancer, and other, I'm sure we could list other, diabetes is one of them. Mm-hmm. They're really good at detecting these things. They're really good at doing the preventive treatments. And then once you have the heart attack or you have the cancer, they're really good at addressing it at that point. That's what Western medicine's gotten good at over the past yeah. century. Because yeah. those are, the, I think what they did is they took a, they probably took a really, uh, structured approach. And they said, what kills the most people? Okay, let's focus on that first. Mm-hmm. Okay, what kills the next most people? All right, let's focus on that. Now, I know the cynics and the leftists, me included, sometimes will go, no, they looked at what will make us the most money. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, six of one, half a dozen the other, right? <laughs> the thing that makes <laughs> them the most money is the thing that kills the most people. Right? Can't we have both? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the system we have. That's the other yeah. thing that a good leftist will say is like, just because the system sucks, I mean, it's the only one we've got. So you got to mm-hmm. use it and work within it, right? Mm-hmm. And that that's why, like, when we're talking about heart disease, cancer, these things that'll kill you if not detected early, that's what doctors are good at. Mm-hmm. Like me going, I think Xanax might help. Uh, doctors aren't great at that. Me going, uh, you know, what, uh, I feel kind of tired sometimes. Like, doctors aren't going to be good at, like, because... The best they're going to come up with is, oh, maybe don't eat so much salt and get better sleep. How much do you drink? That's too much. It's probably the alcohol, right? They suck at that part. (laughs) What they don't suck at is we did a lab test and this thing is high. That means you need this medication. They're really, really good at that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There, that one two minute speech made up for all the sins of the past of convincing (laughs) people not to go to doctors. So yeah all right so for anybody that's worried out there um i'm doing fine i went to my cardiologist um a couple days ago and he looked over everything and basically what he told me was due to my age because i'm what they call young for a heart attack i'm like you're telling me um (laughs) 
basically my my heart is in really good shape. It's just gonna take a little while to uh you know get its strength back. Hmm. So he's like, just do what you normally do with your day. Um, you don't have to change your diet because your 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 diet sounds good anyway. But I am changing my diet, and just pay attention to like the signs, you know, <laughs> you know, if anything, if, if you feel weird. So I am doing a lot better. I'm able to do pretty much whatever I want. And it's so bizarre because, like I said before, the the mortality rate attached to what happened to me versus how I feel two weeks later. Hmm. Sometimes I'm like, did, did I imagine all that? Hmm. And then, you know, I go into the kitchen and there's a... <laughs> There's a stone hinge of pills lined up along my ledge. Oh, no, no, I didn't imagine that. There it is. <laughs> well, that's great, man. Yeah. Uh, glad to hear it. Did you thank Jesus when you were done? Like, no, in but. In front of but, the doctor? Yeah, in front of the doctor, <laughs> I thank Jesus. No, in fact, they asked me if I wanted to see the chaplain. I'm like, I'm good. But, Which religion? <laughs> what do you is got? It, it, is the Dalai Lama here? I want to suck on his tongue. Um, <laughs> got any. It, uh, Ancient it, astronauts. Awesome, man. Well, glad you're alive. Same. <laughs> you continue to live another however long you want to live. I got to outlive Mitch McConnell, so. 40, 50, 60 <laughs> years. All right, cool. Well, uh, that's all we got for today. Thanks for listening. Uh, we are better off, Dad, just trying to do the right thing when things are hard. And things shouldn't be this hard. <laughs> Including your arteries. <laughs>